fantastic Richard Kurtz will join us today here on our big program. He's going to join us here in mere moments. He is the political scientist, writer, PR strategist, and carpenter, and he's going to be uh, talking with us today about uh, names that define us, words that haunt us. And uh, we are going to be chatting with Richard here any moment. And uh, get a hold of us online, cheekyjaguar.us. You can stream the show live. 12 Hall 7 replay, exclusive news, and programming information. All available on a fantastic yep. Yes, our fantastic yep, as they say. I just labeled that show wrong. I was saving a program, and I just labeled it wrong. Fantastic. Fantastic, as they say. Uh, this weekend, if you're listening to us live on JiggyJaguar.com, we are going to have the great Craig Lena in studio. Yes, that Craig Lena. Uh, he's always uh, a joy, and uh, this <laughs> this weekend will be no different. When he decides to come to Hutchinson, Kansas, of all places, why did he come to Hutchinson, Kansas? That's the question I have. Why would you come here? Craig, are you out of your mind? Why do you want to be here with us? Why do you want to come here, my friend? My friend. As, uh, who was that? Was that Limbaugh that used to say that alone? My friend. Oh, Rush Limbaugh. There we go. Now we got the right label. And uh, Richard Kurtz going to join us here in a few, and then he is going to hang out with us. Dr. Jack Caravelli will be uh, coming up uh, very soon. Also, uh, Jonathan Peitzman is going to join us. And also the great Josh Bernstein and uh, Jimmy Glasgow will be here with us. Jerome Kersey is going to join us later today, too. That is going to be awesome. Uh, get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live. We got the 24-7. We're working on a brand new app, by the way, which uh, will be fun. Oh, I didn't plug my phone back in. That's fantastic. Here's a musical interlude. He just admitted to it. Oh my god. I don't know what he admitted to, but uh, Richard Kurtz is with us live on the show, and he's going to admit to a lot of things, but a a lot of them uh, we won't talk about here on the radio. Now, uh, (laughs) Richard, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm getting every other word. Are we are we connected? Yes, we are connected, my friend. How are you? I'm okay. We've got uh, Richard Kurtz with us today. Rhetoric versus reality. Names that define us, words that haunt us. And of course, uh, name calling is often a juvenile misuse of language, which I do this constantly. Uh, for those not mature or articulate enough to use the right word or description, which is uh, one of the reasons why we have named the Skype the skype uh, But often, a mocking name is <laughs> such accuracy that it just fits and sticks. This is especially true with the mocked person's own words justify their mocked name, such as the way of schoolyard mockery and political pressure. 
Of course, Richard Curtis with us today, political scientist, writer, PR strategist, and my favorite part, Carpenter. He's here to mock the names and the words of the political provocators. And uh, so, Richard, who are we talking about this week, my man? This would be our least favorite ex-congressman, Mr. Beto O'Rourke. Oh yes, yes the uh, the the guy the, the the guy who ran as a progressive, and the minute that he got the nomination. He decided he wasn't a progressive anymore, and now everybody in the brother loves him, and he's the new Democratic hero. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I don't like this guy. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I love him. I'm not sure I love him at all. Uh, but uh, but he has uh, he has acquired a a, uh, a more accurate nickname, and that would be Bozo O'Rourke. Bozo O'Rourke. Right. So, so with that, and and I, I heard it elsewhere. I'm just repeating it, which yes. makes it twice as bad. <laughs> but um, I wanted to look up the definition of bozo before I just went and used it. Um, so I looked it up, and its word comes from about 1915, and it means a stupid fellow or a rude, obnoxious, <laughs> or annoying person. Ah, so, yes. I decided that it fit. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. So I will, I will continue to use it. Yes. Yes. That's fantastic. Bozo O'Rourke. Uh, we have got Richard Kurtz with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. So what, what, is, what, what has made him acquire this nickname? Well... People, I like people to define themselves by their own words. Okay. And and his recent words, when he was going on, and I don't know where he was saying this. I, I'm sure I can look it up. But um, uh, he's asking about the Constitution. And he makes a statement, does this still work? Um uh, can an empire like ours, with a military presence in over 170 countries around the globe, yeah. with trading relationships and security agreements on every continent, can it still be managed under the same principles that were set down 230 plus years ago? And he didn't really have an answer there, but it seems to be that something that, a question that he wants to raise. And that to me is excellent excellent uh earning cred for the term bozo fantastic it is richard kurtz with us today he joins us live here on our big broadcast coast to coast morning to morning on tune in itunes and of course my stream radio as well and um so why is uh this statement such a bozo statement my friend well Everybody on the on the far left is now looking to rewrite the Constitution yes. and make it a Constitution of convenience. Um, breaking it down, when our founding fathers put this together, they were in perpetual disagreement, and they had to come up with a document by agreement. And the way you come up with a document by agreement 
is by compromise and argument and convincing and and discussion and addressing all the things that you are biased towards and prejudiced against, laying them out on the table and trying to come up with something that will work for tomorrow and the day after, not for this minute. The majority of the left is addressing this minute. I can't pay my school bills. I want you to make my school bills go away. I can't find a job. I want you to give me money. <laughs> I can't find a house. I need low-cost housing. That's awesome. Um, can't no, find a job. Just give me this, money. This is the way it works. And there are people that need That's this. fantastic. And, and I am totally in favor of giving anybody a hand up. Yes. Not a handout. Yes. Uh, so when you look at the Constitution and you look at these people criticizing these uh, these gray-haired old white men, which I am now one, uh, mm. and saying, what do they know about today? Well, here's what they knew about today. Human nature. Human nature is not always a good thing. Um, people don't always want to hand things out based on altruism. Sometimes they want something for it. Usually, they want power or control if they hand you something. Yes. Uh, people don't get that. They don't get the fact that when they continuously want a handout, they're being bought. It's not a healthy way to be. And you're handing over power. Anybody you ask to give you something, they can also take it away. And this is particularly true of government. So when they set up the government originally, they spelled out the power. Congress makes the rules. The court decides if those rules make sense. And the president, everybody under him, enforces the rules. That's it. Everything is a derivation of that. We, uh, You know, clarifications and on from there. But it's designed to keep people as independent as possible and keep government as limited as possible. Because, again, the more you ask for from the government, the more they can take away from you. Uh, these were very, very smart in giving people. They had nothing to gain and everything to lose. When they signed the Declaration of Independence and when they later spelled out the limitations to their power, they were not acquiring something. And for definition, the United States is a nation. It's not an empire. We've defined all of our boundaries and our control points by treaty, not by conquest. People who we've conquered and we've beaten have been returned to their own separate economic and, and independent political status, i.e., just look at this past uh, century past with Germany and Japan. Uh, you cannot say that, that we have taken over Germany. You cannot say that we have taken over Japan. Uh, in spite of the awful things that they did, they were given their nation back when they chose to operate it responsibly. Um, we're not an empire. And we have agreements all over the world. Sure we do. The more agreements we have around the world, the less reasons we have to try to conquest each other. There's too much money on the line between us and China and between us and Russia for us to go to war. That will be the best deterrent from going to war rather than the idea of, of who can wipe out who five times over. 
people don't get that. Uh, what, what's the old expression? Money talks, baloney walks. That's the way the world works. And um, and Bozo doesn't get it. <laughs> we have got Richard Kurtz with us today. Now, uh, what, what other uh, political names are sticking out there to politicians? Well, there are some names that, that just won't go away. And one of our favorites, favorites was Tricky Dick from Richard Nixon. And then there is, of course, Crooked Hillary. And when we talk about Chuck Schumer, my favorite name for him is Upshuck Schlemiel. But that's not very nice. But I think it's accurate because the way he conducts himself makes me want to vomit. Um, and people like that. Uh, you know, you've got slimy characters out there who absolutely resent the idea of being referred to as slimy. Well, then don't be slimy. If you want me to agree with you, convince me. Show me how it works. Show me how it works to not have a wall or, or a fence or a border. Show me how it works to continuously hand out $300 billion a year rather than spending 20 to not hand it out. Show me how it works to not throw these people out of the country instead of let them be repeat offenders. Uh, granted, the people who offend in society, the people who break laws, are a small minority. We spend a hell of a lot of money on that minority. Why should we spend more? Show me how that works. Show me how there's some sort of a balance to make that work. And, and you know, I'll go along with your way of thinking. But don't tell me to change the rules that say, well, now I can do whatever I want because I've changed the rules. No, you're going to have to convince me. We've and got that's Richard. The way it's supposed to be. Well, that's good. We've got Richard Kurtz with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast, and uh, we are going to take a brief time out with Richard. And when we come back, we are going to do a second segment with him. We are going to draw upon his uh, marketing and. Uh, PR background and uh, talk about an incredible story that happened this week. We've got more with Richard on the way. <laughs> 